Oh my God, the cat is in my studio right now. Okay, fine. So what's up, moms? This is Jen, and I am here to just expound upon my thoughts of motherhood. And right now I am combing through articles in my Google discovery, and I ran across a St. Peter's mom who is warning others after dry shampoo can explodes in teen daughter's car. You guys, it's a can. It's a can. So it's an aerosol can. Who leaves an aerosol can in the car, number one, when you know it's going to be hot? I mean, it was summertime. This happened, let's see, I'm going to check the date. Let's see, September 20th. So there was still 48 hours left of summertime. And this young girl left this dry shampoo in her, in her car and it turned into a projectile and burst through the sunroof of her car and landed 50 feet away. Now, it's a blessing that the child was not in her car at the time. It is a blessing that no one was hurt in this as well when that can went and made its exodus from her, let's just say, Toyota Corolla. and. Uh, <laughs> It's, I I don't understand how she's like trying to warn people. Like this should be common sense, right? It says that she said the damage was so severe. It took 10 to 15 minutes to figure out what it even cost it. What? If I walked out in my house to my driveway and I looked and I saw my daughter's car all explodey looking with, a hole through the windshield or the hole through the sunroof or anything, I'm going to be looking for some kind of projectile. Does that not make sense? I think I'd be looking for a rock, a brick, a bat, a, a something. I'm looking for the culprit. I'm looking for something that would help me ascertain what the H-E double hockey sticks happened to my child's vehicle and or my own vehicle. So how it took 10 to 15 minutes to figure it out is beyond me. Uh, the mom says it blew the console, the center console. It must have been sitting straight up in there. This is a direct quote. She says it blew it straight off its hinges and blew the whole thing off and then shot up through the sunroof and it was about 50 feet away. Now, I'm not a rocket scientist. I don't claim to be an engineer or anything like that, but I know an aerosol can has a warning on it that says that you're not supposed to leave it anywhere um, with temperatures that exceed 120 degrees. And the, the inside of a car on a hot day can, can exceed that temperature well beyond 120. So I don't understand why she's so, you know, oh, my God, I, I can't believe this happened to my child's car. What, what's the dickens? So the mom says, don't leave aerosol cans in your car. It's not something we think about every day. And I know our kids have so much stuff on their minds and even adults, you know, and it's handy to have things with you where you go. That's legit what she said. The car is now in an auto body shop. And though there's no word yet on the amount of damage, insurance will pay for it. Um, but the owner of the body shop said that in all their years, uh, they've never seen anything like this before. Frankly, I've never heard of stupidity like this before because I, it's an aerosol can. 
I mean, dry shampoo, hairspray, in an aerosol can. I wouldn't care if it was spray paint. If the child was a graffiti artist, if she was a tagger. Anybody that uses aerosol cans has seen that warning that says avoid excessive heat. Store in a cool, dry place. I'm not brand new to this. I'm not. I think everybody knows this. And she was, let's scroll and I believe she's 17. So you would think she's old enough to understand that this is not what we do. But apparently it is. So that's that's what I'm looking at. Then I also looked at, um, let's see, what's the other one? Ernest quotes about parenthood from Molly Shannon. And I love Molly Shannon. I think she is super funny. She's super talented. They have two kids. Well, they, as in her and her husband, uh, Fritz Chestnut. They have a daughter named Stella and a son named Nolan, and she gave some of her own thoughts regarding um, parenthood. So let's see. Um, She says, I was destined to be a mom. In elementary school, all the kids loved to play house during recess. And I was always picked to be the mom. In fact, my classmates would fight over who got to be my children. When I was a teen, all of our neighbors trusted me to babysit their kids. And I found this to be interesting because I can relate. I was always with littler kids as a kid. Um, My little cousins were always my responsibility when they came to visit my grandma's house because my mom and I lived at my grandma's house. Um, so it 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 always felt like, oh, I should be somebody's mom. But nowadays, I feel like this is some cruel joke. Like some of the things I have to deal with, some of the things I have to endure, some of the ridiculousness like my nine-year-old with a basketball under a blanket currently in the studio pretending to be pregnant and trying to get up off of a chair or seating position she's she's struggling you guys she looks like she's overdue she might drop this load any minute so again this is this is what happens how she feels about parenting chaos she says i just try to laugh at the little things like i'm always amazed by how long it takes two kids to get dressed and out the door Every morning I say, come on, let's go, five minutes, and they're still in their underwear. Or they say they're ready, but they're not wearing shoes. I feel like a drill sergeant in a military operation. Get your bag, get your lunch, get in the car. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like that all the time. I feel like I'm always constantly yelling. I am constantly screaming at someone for something. I try to inject humor into everything, but at the same time, I am a yeller. And I do not hesitate to use this. Go take your baby out of here. Go, go, go give birth somewhere else. Thank you. See what I'm saying? This is what I have to deal with, people. So let's see. Um, She's talked about on the pressure to be perfect. I don't find any pressure to be perfect, though. I don't find any pressure to be perfect as a parent, because frankly, I don't give a damn about what anyone else thinks about what I do. I honestly feel like if you have an opinion, then feel free to take 
these children and do what you know how to do then because I'm doing the best I can and none of these SOBs came with directions, instructions, or anything. I mean, I gave birth and for a couple of days, somebody else was in charge and took care of the baby and I saw it when it needed to be fed and that was about it. And then after the couple of days, they said, here you go, here's a little blob of drool and poo, have a nice life. And I had to go home and figure it the hell out. I don't know about everybody else. You guys can let me know. But um, frankly, I, I'm not trying to be a Etsy mom, a Pinterest mom, none of that. I mean, I do have my moments where I try to like zhuzh up a sandwich with a cookie cutter and you know, little things like that. But that's just because I want the kids to know, like, I give a damn. Like, you're special. Even though I don't like you right now. It's Tuesday. I don't like you. Whatever. There could have been, you know, reasons for that. You, you, you slapped your sister or you kicked the cat or you broke my favorite thing. I don't know. But there are reasons why you don't always like your kids. I'm pretty sure all of you can relate and agree that there are days you just don't like them. You love them all the time. But there are days when you're just like, I do not like that little motherfucker. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So I don't find pressure to be perfect at, at all. Like I don't, I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't pay it any attention. I'm, I'm a flawed human being. I've accepted that. And I think that my children have accepted that. And if they haven't, well, they have all the rest of their lives to work it out in there. So pretty much how I feel about that. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself about what I should be discussing on this podcast. And I'm going to need some suggestions from my listening populace. I need you guys to let me know what you'd like to hear on the podcast. Um, you can visit the WTF, My Life is Pure Lunacy Facebook page. Um, it's a place where you can keep calm and be a crazy mom. And you can commune with other moms who are managing it very well, faking it very well, and or on their last leg and at their wit's end. We're all here to help one another. Motherhood is a journey, and that's what we're here for. Um, you can also leave comments on the Dear Moms, a Mom to Mom Journal at a Mom to Mom Journal um, let me know what you'd like to hear because basically the podcast is now a replacement for the blog. I haven't been able to really carve out any time to write anymore between me going to school full time and homeschooling the two youngest kids. I, I don't have time to write. I barely have time to write what I write for these kids for their homeschooling. And I've actually taken a look at some of what we've done with the homeschooling. We've only been in school for four weeks. This is our fourth week. And um, we have gone through quite a bit. We have presentations every week, sometimes multiple presentations. They're PowerPoint presentations that are educational. We've covered headaches, fog, the circulatory system, uh, sickle cell anemia, why we have a belly button. And I believe there was one more. Can't remember right now. But the kids are also learning Spanish. 
using Duolingo. Um, and they have several apps that they use. What is that knocking noise? Um, no. Uh, they have several apps that they use. iTouch uh, for math and science. Uh, we also do science experiments every week. Um, speaking of that, the kids have to go and write in their scientific journals their observations of their potatoes that we are trying to grow in a jar. So, so that's that's what they've been working on as well. And I've looked at some of these presentations that I've done and provided for them. And I've made these presentations, you guys. Like, for reals, I'm putting together PowerPoint presentations and making them in like 45 minutes or less and I am using information that I have found from medical journals and science journals and all kinds of things and it's it's actually been pretty impressive what we've been able to cover in four weeks so I'm looking forward to when they can actually enroll and go to regular school once we've actually moved out of this house and settled into a new one because I personally didn't want to go to the administration building, enroll my kids, and then three weeks later turn around and say, oh, we got to enroll in another school. I just didn't want to do that. I felt like I would look ridiculous. And like my plans were ill thought out. So I wanted to make sure that this looked like I, I had a brain in my head. So this is the, the, the setup that we're working with right now. We're doing the homeschooling, and it's actually working out pretty well. Some people are not working out as well as we would like. Some of us are a little sleepier than others, and they want to fall asleep. Hey, that's a picture I used for the fog Um, Some of us are a little sleepier. Some of us are, are sleeping when they're supposed to be reading. Some of us are not always enthusiastic about the presentations that are created. And what makes me laugh is that the presentations are being created based on questions they're proposing to me. They're asking, what is sickle cell anemia? What is fog? Why is there, uh, why do I have a belly button? Like all kinds of crazy questions that they ask throughout the day. And I just decide to turn those into presentations and teach them something. And it's something that I used to do even when they were in regular school. I just wasn't doing it high tech where I was creating PowerPoint presentations and casting them to the television. But thank God for modern technology. What a time to be alive. Uh, <laughs> So uh, that's that's what we're doing. And speaking of which, I am in the midst of our school day. The kids have their own podcast they've created. It's called Kids Do the News. So you guys should go on over and check that out. It's on all of the podcast platforms, Spotify, um, Google Play. I don't know what the Apple platform is called for podcasts, but it's there. Um, it's on the Windows podcast play platforms. It's, it's everywhere. So check them out, show them a little love, and don't forget to let me know what you guys would like to hear in future. Mm. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> don't forget to let us know what you'd like to hear in future podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us, and don't forget to keep calm and be a crazy mom. Hey guys, it's Jen here. Just thought I'd stop in and let you know that this podcast was created with Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, you're totally missing out. It's honestly the easiest way to create a podcast. 
Don't believe me? Let me explain. First and foremost, it's free. That's what got me. Second, Anchor will put your podcast on all of the available podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google. Plus, there's other platforms too. Bet you didn't know that. Then, there are awesome creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your PC or your phone. So you can record wherever you are. And you can make money from your podcast because Anchor allows you to have sponsorship without any minimum listenership. So, what are you waiting for? Go on over and download the Anchor app or visit anchor.fm today so you can get started recording your podcast.